Hello and welcome to myself. It's Coach Mark in Manila here and it's my podcast again. I'm from initial-impact.com and eslbusinessenglishexperts.com. Both of my sites are there available to help you live your best possible life. No matter whether you're hoping to improve your English as a second language, uh, increase your confidence maybe in your public speaking. Even if you are a native English speaker, there's always room for improvement and I know many of you do struggle with the interviews that you are having to to pass in order to get yourself the dream job. So if you want assistance with that, perhaps your resume on cover letter needs a bit of an overhaul, then do check me out at initial-impact.com and you can get a free 30-minute session with me so we can tackle whatever is bothering you. So today I'm going to be speaking about a variety of things, but I suppose the biggest issue that many people come to me about whenever they are seeking coaching is how to get to where they want to go in life. So it should be fairly straightforward, right? We have a vision of where our life is currently and then a vision of where we want to go. But it always seems to be that when we try to go from where we are in the present to the future, things get in the way. I mean, does this apply to you? Do you kind of find things get sabotaged either by yourself or maybe other people? Or perhaps you put things off thinking, oh, I'll do it next week, I'll do it next month. And before you know it, it's become next, next year. So these things can trip us all up. And it's about staying focused, focused on what you truly want and not ending up getting hijacked by somebody else's version of what your life should be. It is easier said than done. But when we understand some of the self-sabotaging behaviours that we can engage upon, then, then we can start to tackle perhaps what's going on for us and how to change that for the better. So I've worked with a variety of people recently who have had, for one thing or another, some issues, shall we say. Maybe they've ended up living somebody else's version of their life. And I had another young student and he came to me and he said, well, you know, I'm studying to be a doctor. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. You know, it's lovely. It's a, a great career to get into. Why did you want to become a doctor? And he's like, well, I don't. And I'm like, oh, okay. And he said, but my, my father says that it's a great profession to get into, so I'm studying to become a doctor. I'm like, okay. So I said, well, um, I said, if you're not really happy about that, what else, what did you, you know, what else have you considered becoming? And he said, well, an accountant. And I thought, okay. And so I said, and, and what particularly about an accountant would be better for you? Why would you love doing that? And he said, oh, no, I wouldn't want to do that either. He said, well, that was the other choice. He said that my father said would be a great, solid, stable career to get into. So I chose to become a doctor out of the two. And I thought, okay. Right. So this was interesting. This young guy at a very tender age, I think he was about in his early 20s, was already going down a route um, of something that he knew even now was not his passion was not his goal and yet he was doing it because clearly and I, I you know I'm not casting any judgment here of the advice of his parents in this case his father that it was a safe and stable career to get into now I totally understand the concerns of parents for their children to want to see them in the best possible situations but <laughs> that in itself is kind of an ironic statement because if you truly do want your child to be successful and happy, okay, then, then I would highly recommend you support them to pursue what they love. 
even if that happens to be, you know, sort of tap dancing on glaciers and juggling in a circus or something. I'm being kind of facetious now, but you get my point. Um, within certain realistic expectations, if you are encouraging your child to go into something that you would want to see them go into, or you yourself would have wanted to, but they're not passionate about it, they just more than likely either won't stick at it, so at some point they will drop out of that course, or they will change their career, or they will continue doing it to make you happy, but they will be miserable themselves in their lives. Because I see this time and time again. And again, I see people who are much older, who may be in their 40s and 50s and 60s, and they come to me looking to change their life and their career because they've been doing for the last 30 years a job that they didn't want to do. Usually because a parent or somebody else, a teacher, suggested that this would be the best possible solid job for them to get into. So sooner or later, we see that the cracks start to show up. And if we're not careful, it can lead to depression, anxiety, a lot of other mental health issues and divorces and all sorts of terrible outcomes simply because your child or you as a young person were following somebody else's, somebody else's vision of your life. So maybe that does sound like you, I'm not sure, but have a think about that today because there's a reason why you've come across this particular podcast. I'm guessing you've put something into a, a Google search or into Spotify search or wherever you're listening to me and you found me. So maybe there's something that's bothering you. Perhaps you feel you are on the wrong track or about to make a wrong decision and you don't want to do that. Maybe you struggle with saying no to somebody who you're meant to respect, whether it be your partner or, you know, your parent or a teacher. And it's really important that we work on boundaries in life because, you know, one thing's for sure, when you're pursuing a career, you could be doing it for a very long time. However, I also add to this a bit of a caveat. As a parent, if you're concerned again about your child doing something that uh, they're really going to find satisfying and enjoyable, then again, consider this. What you think is going to be a satisfying and enjoyable career may be absolute hell to your child. So, encouraging them to get into something that they're not really interested in is sending them forward to a lifetime potentially of misery. And let's face it, that completely defeats the whole point of why you were trying to suggest that they do this job or that job, because you want to see them happy. So sometimes seeing people happy isn't about having them do what you think they should do, but empowering them to go and achieve what they feel they really need to do. And as I've said in other podcasts and also about myself in my coaching and what I do, is that if we truly love what we do, we never really do a day's work in our life. Um, even when you're feeling rather sick and ill, like I am at the moment with a bit of a throat infection, you know, we can still power through. We can still find a way to make a little bit of time, even if we're not feeling 100%. But if you're doing a job that you absolutely hate, the minute you feel sick and, and unwell, you're just going to stop. So it's worthwhile considering this today. Is this potentially what's happening in your family situation or are you having this issue with a parent right now? And how do you find your passion? How do you engage with it? Well, that's another good question, isn't it? I mean, 
everybody has things that they really love talking about and I can always tell with my students and my clients when they are speaking from a position of power when they are speaking from a position of passion because I can see their eyes light up they get more animated when they speak their body language picks up and they, they kind of look like wow you know they're on fire when they're talking about what they truly love and so that to me is probably the acid test whenever I ask somebody about their life or what they do or their career or anything about their background I look and listen for these kind of signals and they are a dead giveaway so think about that today what fires you what makes your eyes light up is it your job or your study course that you're doing at the moment if it's not <laughs> I would also recommend that you might want to consider looking at that because that might be a big signal to you that perhaps, I'm not saying for definite, but perhaps this isn't your authentic path. Maybe you're supposed to be doing something slightly different. And of course that can be a challenge. So if you feel that maybe you're not on the right path, but you're unsure, I'd like to ask you to consider trying this small exercise. And it's part of a bigger exercise that I do with many of my students in sessions with me. So if you'd like a session with me, you can get a free 30 minute trial session at initial-impact.com, feel free. In the meantime, try this one at home. So I'd like you to take about 20 minutes Okay, so it's possible to find that in your day and sit down completely uninterrupted. And with a piece of paper, it's better if you use paper and pen for this because we're engaging different parts of our brain. And when we write, we engage different hemispheres of the brain than when we text or type things. And what I'd like you to do is consider this question and if possible, ask yourself out loud. It doesn't matter what language you use to ask yourself this question if English isn't your native language. But here's the thing, by asking it out loud, we send a certain resonance out into our universe. And in the law of quantum attraction, we are kind of trying to raise vibrational changes in energy. So all sound has a frequency, just like all light does. And therefore, I'm trying to get you to engage with a quantum aspect of this project. So ask yourself the question, what would I be doing if money was no obstacle? What would I be doing if money was no obstacle? So what I mean by that is if you didn't have to worry about how much you earned from it or how much it would cost you to study for something or to set up a business, okay? So I really want you to get as creative as you like. There are no limits and no barriers to this exercise. Everything is possible in this particular mini world I've asked you to step into. So what would you be doing if money was no obstacle? Okay, and then I'd like you to write down everything that comes into your mind. I mean, I don't just want one thing, just sit there for about five minutes and see how much pours out of your mind. You'll be surprised. Start to write it down and then keep writing until nothing else will come out. And you'll be amazed at the list of things that start to come out. What would you be doing? Okay. Then the next question, once you've got those, is, okay, and where in the world would I be doing this? So where in the world would I be doing these things? Now, of course, it depends what you've written down. You may have different locations with different things. However, again, repeat the same thing here. I want you to write down all the areas in the world that you would be doing these things, okay? And then when you've got that, I'd like you to ask yourself this next one. How could I go about achieving some of these things? 
So how could I go about? And again, anything is possible into this world. So I just want you to brainstorm now all of the ways you could make these things happen. So again, you may have different re like outcomes or different procedures for different things that you've got on that list. It really depends on what you've written in section one. But again, I want you to put that all down. And then the final step, the final question to ask yourself out loud here is, what will my life look like when I have achieved these things? So what will my life look like when I have achieved these things? And then I'd like you to write down exactly what, who you will be at that point. How will you have transformed? Will you be bringing a lot of joy to many people worldwide? Will you be making a specific impact in a particular industry? Maybe you'll be changing lives if it's healthcare. Perhaps you're curing people. Maybe you're receiving awards for what your research is. Write it down. What, what will your life look like? Okay. What will it enable you to do? The impact you can make. The difference you can make. And not just to other people's lives, but also to your own. Will you be able to live in a particular part of the world or have a certain type of house? Consider all of it. Will you have more time available? Will you be able to work part-time? Will you be able to have a family? Will you be able to travel? Will you have to have lots of dogs and horses and cats? I don't know. Whatever it is that you feel, write it down. And then, for the last part, I'd like you to take a look at all of these all of these things and read it read every single thing from section one to section four because these are the voices and words coming from your authentic self and then i'd like you to compare what you've got there to your current life to your current situation and see how similar or how disparate they are so clearly if you're there studying maybe to become i don't know an accountant and all of your stuff is telling you that you want to be a lion tamer in Azerbaijan, then you have got a severe disconnect between what your heart and your soul is really yearning for and what you're doing. And this may be food for thought. And I'd particularly like you to pay attention to the how will I achieve these things section because that's the bit we want to work on most because you've already now got your visions you've got your visions of the things you want to achieve you've got the new reality of what your life will look like and the impact it will make when you achieve it so what we need to do as in another podcast I did earlier on today is then put down the strategy the procedures we need to start to put into place to bring these things into existence, to attract this in this quantum reality into your life. So the how I would like you to then put into a separate sheet of paper and then look at the one that you think is the most reasonable that you could attempt to start working towards right now. Okay, so now we're asking you to like screen that list, to whittle it down. That's a great English expression. Whittling something down to reduce it down, to whittle, okay? To pare it down, we might say, to trim it down, all right? And when you've trimmed it down, just pick maybe three that you want to pursue and pick those three hows. What are you going to do? Maybe it involves taking a course in something. Perhaps it involves reducing your working hours at the moment. And maybe it involves having a very direct conversation with a family member, whatever it is. And then set yourself a time frame. 
set yourself a time frame to trying to achieve those things okay and then make yourself accountable now the best way you can do that is by setting that up online you can go to there's many sites where actually you can set yourself goals okay and if you don't have an accountability partner you know you can check in with somebody else or check in with me for example and say right this is what i will commit to do and want to achieve this within the next six months or the next four months or whatever it is the next four years however long you think it's going to take but this is now giving you a real chance to set yourself on the path to your true authentic wishes and desires. And even if, even if this is all you do and you take these steps, but you still end up being an accountant, at least you are trying at the same time. And that is really good for connecting to your higher vibrational self. It's giving you a sense of something of purpose in your life. Because if you're studying something that you really don't enjoy, but you're having to do, it's important that there is an element in your life that is still the other side of you, that you're still getting to express that. And when you do that, amazing coincidences start to turn up. You start to attract a different type of energy into your life. So even as an accountant, you might find, ironically, if say you wanted to be that lion tamer in Azerbaijan, that you end up becoming an accountant for a circus in Azerbaijan. Okay, so that is a very simplistic way of me explaining it, but I hope you understand my point. All I'm focusing on in this podcast is to trying to give you some techniques that you can use today to really work out how you know you're headed in the right direction and to ensure that you live your best possible version of your life because it matters. You know, right here and now is all you've got. So it's really important that you make the most of it so have a think about this today if anything in this podcast has resonated with you if you'd like to try this technique with me directly then again as i say you can book a session with me the links are all down below and feel free to read about quantum attraction and a whole range of other subjects in my bookstore as i've said many times over 11 percent sorry 10 percent of that goes to helping bookstores and um, staying independent and open and the other 10 percent goes to me to help me continue these podcasts and also contribute to raising the foundation we're trying to set up here in the Philippines to help the street kids get off the street and get into education and also be able to improve themselves by setting up their own businesses so you know you're making a difference by purchasing any books from the bookstore so good luck to you all today and if you've realized you're on the wrong path don't worry you can always change it anytime you like. It's never too late to take a U-turn and change your course of your life. Stay safe and I'll see you very soon.